say magnifique. Hooky Street. Hello, I am Harry. And I'm Tim. And this is Tracks. You alright, mate? Hello there, Tim. How's it going? Pretty good, thank you. How are you? Uh, I'm very good, thanks. Your hair's looking fresh. Oh, thank you very much. Nice little trim. Trim, yeah. trim. It's haircut day for both of us today. We Did both you? had a little trim, trim. Did you? I'll take it off. No, you've had your hat on. Oh, but the sides are much shorter. I'll take it off, mate. Before Go I on. reveal. I've had my hat on all day, so it's not going to do it any justice. No, but I want to know, because last, last week you took your shoes off, now this week it's got your hat there off. There you go, hat off. But very much hat hair as well. Interesting. Doing a little spin for... Oh, the back. <laughs> the back looks hilarious right now. <laughs> it's like frayed, almost. Frayed? Yeah. Oh, I've got a ridge. You've got the ridge, but it's like... Uh, it looks like, you know... It looks frayed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's... Turn around, uh, turn around. No, I don't, I don't want you to take a picture at the back of my head. Oh, I wanted to do it for you. Um, <laughs> you wanted to do it as your second of the day. Tim's <laughs> oh, minging frayed back of his head. No, hat's back on, but yeah, fresh haircut though. Yeah, it's quite short. Yeah, you've gone, I would almost call it um, military. Oh, no, really, do you think? Yeah, I think like... I don't want military. Why? Military in the military. (laughs) You Um, could be in the military. No, the thing is, so I I actually know the last time I had my haircut was the 20th of March. Wow. Yeah. That's ages. So my hair was very long. So any 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 cut off, it feels very short. But this is probably the shortest I've gone because it goes quite far up. It does go quite far up. Although I, I want do it think to grow really quickly. I reckon there's probably even uh, podcast evidence of you saying this is the shortest I've ever had it before. Because I feel like every haircut you always think is quite short. Yeah, I think this. I think that's the longest. Uh, literally, just over six months. Yeah, that your hair had got quite long. You were looking bushy. Yeah. Your mum didn't like it. Mum didn't like it. No. Kept saying. But it done, <laughs> although she doesn't like it when it's like this either. So. When does she like it? About six weeks in after I cut. Okay. <laughs> so then it's like peak mum, mum yeah. length. See, the th- thing is, I wanted to go for a bit of a bowl cut. Mm. I, I was a kinet. Joba from Brockhampton has this, he's sporting this new look at the moment. Yeah. And he's quite look. blonde. It's quite kind of full hair and it's a proper bowl cut. Yeah. And I was just as I was there I was like no you know what I don't think I can do it but you had another picture of another haircut which I would say you're pretty close to yeah I mean time. it's really not that far it's just yeah. my hair goes to one side instead of coming straight down yeah, which is something I can that's fix. a choice yeah you can you can push that hair down yeah maybe make it happen one day I'm going to do something different <laughs> It's like with clothes when you when you like I'm gonna get some different kind of shoes, some shinier shoes or some like brightly coloured something. Yeah. With the hair, something a bit different about that because you can't just take that off and put it in. Yeah. Put it away. I, that's the thing with, I think especially it's a male thing. Like women, they can have the hair up, they can have the hair down, they can curl it, straighten it, do all the different things. Uh. So like they can mix it up no matter what hairstyle they go for. A man, you get a haircut and it's like, this is exactly how I'm gonna look for the next at least two months yeah. and I've got no escape in it unless I'm just constantly wearing a hat and people think exactly. I'm hiding something like it's a it's a commitment it is a commitment and I, I couldn't go for the bowl but maybe next time maybe in the next six months I vote go for the bowl that's after Christmas I need to do it a bit more frequent yeah I think I go like I think I go every three months I go from short to massively long yeah and there's no in between haircut I mean it's saving money Basically, oh, yeah. just shave your head each time, and then <laughs> like, what twenty quid a year on haircuts? <laughs> it's not <Easy>. bad. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so that's done. Good. Got me out of the house. Yeah. What else have you been up to? This is your, as people who listened last week will know, this is your cheeky little week off. It's my cheeky, cheeky little, little week. week off. Um, we're three days in. Uh, we played a football game. We told you all about that. I've actually been listening to a new podcast that you actually showed me. Oh, which one? And it's Dr. Death. Dr. Death is sick. So I've actually like started looking into it and stuff. So yeah. I've only listened to like half of the first uh, episode. Um, and it's it's weirdly like creepy. I don't know if it's just the way it's done. Yeah. It's kind of, it's got that kind of music in it. It's the, the even just those, it reminds you of similar podcasts, things like Serial. Yeah. There was a specific episode of Serial actually. It was the one where Mr. P, I think they called it or Mr. S. Yeah. So it was the one where they talked about finding him and he was a streaker. In, oh yeah, I remember in that. the forest, <laughs> and the music in it was particularly kind of eerie that episode. So I, sometimes I listen yeah. back to that if I want to feel a little bit creeped out. And this kind of has similar aspects to it. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit creepy. And I really don't know much about the story yet, but I googled his name, the Doctor Death, or what his real name is. Yeah. I think it's Christopher Deitch, Deitch, Do- Deutsch, or Deutsch, or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he looks like a horrible man. Wow. See, I I didn't do any of the Googling because I thought there was a potential for a spoiler or something yeah, like so that. So I, I purposely just looked images. Yeah. Um, to not find spoilers. But it's, yeah, it's really good. So the basically the premise, obviously it's a true story. It's one of these kind of, I'd call them real crime, but we don't necessarily know. True crime. It, yeah. yeah. But I don't, we don't necessarily know if it is a crime or not yet. So it's this surgeon who um, is performing kind of spinal operations, but fucking up. And it's like, is he dodgy? What's yeah. the reason? Um, so he's he's like... Dehab- no, he's... he's um, So he's caused two people to not be able to walk. Yeah. And I think he's caused other problems for other people when he's killed people. Yeah. We don't know the details yet, because we're only two... I think there's only two episodes out. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Something like that. But from what I understand, there is a crime element to it. Don't know yet for sure, but it sounds like he either somehow became a surgeon with no like <laughs> no skills to be one or no skills no right to be chopping people up. Exactly. She's turned up with the right gown on yeah. gown. Um with the right kind of um uniform and he's just kind of going into surgery just like yeah. Jesus, I don't know what I'm doing, it's just poking about. Yeah. Or he's like there's malicious intent. Yeah, I mean, but, but um, I've I'm only one episode ahead of you. I've listened to episode two, and like you get a bit more, but it's still a total mystery. And there's a great cliffhanger coming really? up. Like it's really, really good. Um, yeah, it's been a good it's been a good little period for the podcast actually. Cause yeah, you've been sending me a few that I've, I've been listening to over this week, just kind of yeah. chilling, and yeah, just having some lunch and putting a podcast on. Well, it's been nice. Well, from that, I list I went and listened to uh, Dirty John, which is it was an LA Times uh, podcast, but I think made by the same people, Wondery, who make uh, Doctor Death. Mm. And I'd seen it in the charts loads and loads for ages. What's it called? Dirty John. Okay. It's called. Um, yeah, and never never bothered to listen to it for some reason. But that's really good as well. I highly recommend that. That's basically about this guy who um, marries a woman mm. and but doesn't seem quite who he claims to be. Um, that's really good. Again, a, a true crime one. We got the trailer today for season three of Serial. 
which sounds did we? I didn't sick. hear that. Um, it sounds really, really good. That's really? like a six minute. Um, Are they going back to getting away from that military bullshit? <laughs> yeah, no military stuff. It's back to a courthouse. Um, yes, that's but, what we want. But different. It's not quite the... Um, no, I mean, it's, it's rare to find that kind of story anyway. Yeah. But see, from what I can tell, partly because I'm not completely sure I've remembered it properly, but it seems like it's basically following life in a courthouse. Um, okay, so it might be a few different... Yeah, so uh, she, she said basically... She says in the uh, trailer, Sarah Koenig? Sarah Koenig? Sarah Koenig. Um, she says that um, since series one, what a lot of people have asked her is, what does this say about the American justice system? So she's like going back to her time in courthouses right. and talking about what kind of state the American justice system is in, I think. Um, it sounds really good. It sounds way more encouraging than season two. Could have some good ones in. I think the, the thing is with that is that you get... Um, the first season is obviously something that had been worked on for a long time. Yeah. And I reckon this is a bit true of some series and things in, in other formats and stuff. But then you get... I'm sure she's picking up from... like this. What felt with series two is that it was like they'd um, kind of just picked a story and tried to get as much info as they could in yeah, a yeah. shorter amount of time and it just wasn't fleshed out. It wasn't very interesting. Yeah. With one, there was uh, this backstory behind it. It was just, you know, there was more there. Yeah. A personal element and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll listen to that when we're done. Yeah, that's really cool. And the last one I'm going to recommend is uh, one I don't think I've sent to you yet, but I'm I'm really into. It. It's not like it's not necessarily exciting. It's not necessarily like fun, but that doesn't make it sound like it's good. Fine. It's really really good. It's called Tara and George. It's this um, BBC Radio Four series. Which is essentially they've got this um, journalist who lives in Spitalfields in London, mm-hmm. and there's these two homeless people who sleep on her street. I think sometimes on her doorstep, but they're called Tara and George, and they've been there for years and years and years, like over a decade. Um, and she has kind of throughout that period, kind of periodically gone and given them food and drink and things like that, and talked to them. And basically, she decided to start interviewing them. Um, so it's like these little conversations with them and kind of um, talking about what life on the streets as a homeless person in London is like. And then also she kind of goes and sort of tries to find their family and stuff like that and tries to work out how on earth really? they ended up in that situation. I mean, that sounds incredibly interesting because I don't yeah. think there's a time when you see a homeless person and you're not thinking, I wonder how you how you got there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that's really, really, it's really like sensitively done. Um, she's very caring about the two uh, individuals and yeah, really sad. Like it's not, you know, Dr. Death is like a thriller minute. It's like, oh, yeah. wonder what's going to happen next. This isn't one of those, but it's equally riveting and like totally, totally engaging. So I, I recommend that as well. Okay, um, I've got one more recommendation. Go then. on then, while we're doing podcasts of the week. Well, it, this actually isn't, but it's um, it's it's a um, it's kind of like a a YouTube TV show. It, yeah. This might actually be on TV, and they've transferred it to YouTube. I'm not quite sure. It's on the channel called Cracked, and it's a show called People Watching, and it's fully animated. Okay, I've only watched a few episodes so far. I think they're on like near the end of season two, right? And they just cover kind of they're they're, they're like short, very short stories between ten fifteen minutes. So the first one I watched was about a homeless man, 
and a girl who kind of the beginning of it she's moaning about this homeless guy who's always taking her money and she's always moaning about the fact that she's got no money why should she have to give it to him blah 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 and through the process of kind of her walking past him and her him saying oh have you got any money um over time she starts to kind of realize that he's just a person and that he has his own problems and that she's like she starts to take him for granted and like she forms a friendship with him and then Mm. it's got this ending and what blah 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 then i watched this other one where it's about this guy who's talking about um the meaning of life and what he thinks the meaning of life is and he's talking to his brother and he's going through like he's talking about obi-wan kenobi who's (laughs) dead uh but talking to luke and he's saying that that's similar to kind of talking to people who are dead and whether somebody is dead uh are they actually really dead they were talking about oh he's got this uncle like an afterlife type thing yeah i mean he's he's kind of questioning that stuff and he's saying that he's got an uncle in australia and they thought he died but then they found out that he actually wasn't dead yeah and then we were like but does anything really change so we basically he he, he was kind of saying he's really hard to explain yeah, but yeah. even like the whole concept is quite hard. But he was saying that our uncle isn't dead, but we haven't spoken to him for years, so he might, he may as well be. So, what is the actual difference about when somebody dies? Are they actually really just there in in like your thoughts and stuff? Is everything based on memories? Blah 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 blah. Yeah, do that. And then there's a twist at the end, okay. and it's basically they kind of talk about kind of social stuff and like it, they just uh, you'll be really that into sounds it. really cool there was one about 2017 and it has this twist at the end which is really interesting I'll send you that one first nice I one. think um, but yeah that's called uh, People Watching and it's on YouTube go mm. and watch that because that's nice really I'll be good. well up for that yeah definitely um, that's, that's my highlight I mean it's been watching and <laughs> listening to things yeah I've, I've been like big podcast guy big yeah. podcast guy um, yeah the last few weeks but I've still managed to fit in some time for some music I don't know about you okay have you uh, yeah there's a few albums out okay I'll, I'll give them I'm gonna okay I've got a plan you've got a plan so that's kind of my highlights but there's actually three albums okay um, that I'm gonna talk about and I'm gonna play a song from one of them do it so number one uh, this came out I think last week um, Interpol's Marauder uh, number two, White Denim's performance. That's got some really good songs in it. Yeah, I like that. And number three, which actually came out on the 23rd of August, is Our Lovely Boys, Hers, with their kind of debut slash second album, Invitation to Hers. It's everything you'd expect, but it's built on and it's even better. So um, I'm just going to play a track from that um, because I've had so many highlights this week. <laughs> we'll get into you after this. Um, I'm going to play a track called uh, Don't Think It's Over from their album Invitation to Hers. Perfect.
So that was Don't Think It's Over by Hers. And I really feel like that album kind of feels like it's been plucked out of another generation, but with like a twist of modern it shimmers. It shimmers like an 80s yeah. high school prom. Mm, um, punky stuff in there. It's just... Yeah. It's wicked. Yeah, it's exactly what you'd want from a Hers record. Yeah, and I can't... Um, we're seeing them twice this year. Once in London, I think it's called the Something Dome. And then we're seeing them at Sticky Mics in Brighton. Yeah. And it's going to be great. It's exciting. Very exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. <laughs> it's I can't exact. even talk. That's how exciting it is. I remember but, how um, energetic it was the last time. So. Well, that's the thing. You just like... I love the fact that you're guaranteed a good night with them. Like, there's, mm. it's going to be so much fun no matter what happens. They're so vocal and yeah, they, they yeah. want everyone to have a good time. It's really yeah, good. So, like, you know, some some bands are like a little bit hit and miss, or like if the crowd's not so much up for it, then it can not be, not quite take off. But I feel like. It's really interesting, a, though, when somebody does that because we've been to gigs, or, or like, let's say we've been to a Great Escape gig. There's one in particular we've been to, we won't name names, where the the band tries that whole kind of thing with the crowd, but their music doesn't back it up. Yeah. So you can't vibe with it. Yeah. So it says a lot about their music actually that you can get you can yeah, you can I, do all that pumping up stuff, but you actually get pumped up with the music itself. Yeah, I think it's the combination of the two, isn't it? And like they just get everyone on side straight away. Like you want everyone wants it to be great. Everyone yeah. you look at them and you think, Oh, I like these guys, they're so much fun. I want this to be brilliant and then sort of inevitably that becomes the case yeah okay yeah so do you have a highlight I do have a highlight um it comes from again it's I've I've been listening to like a lot of things slightly longer form than just like an album or a song I've been listening to a lot of NTS radio this week do you ever listen to NTS is that the French one no that's um what's that one called French radio uh don't worry Norman Device. No, that's FIP. FIP okay. is different to NTS. NTS is like, um, I believe it's based in Hackney, but okay. it's like an online radio station. Um, I guess a little bit like a precursor for the kind of Apple... Um, what's their radio station called? R- R- Apple One? Whatever it is. Yeah, someone like that. Some, you know, the one with it, which Ezra Koenig has Beats a show on all one. that. Um, whatever it is. Um, so this was set up in 2011, and they they started out in London, but now they broadcast from London, Manchester, LA, Shanghai, and basically anywhere else around the world. And they've got loads of kind of really cool, interesting, uh, slightly out there DJs doing their own little shows. Um, I suppose not too different to like when we did our summer mixes. It's like there's yeah. not a huge amount of talking, not a huge amount of kind of like... Um, They'll say a little bit and then it'll go into like three or four tracks that they've kind of crafted. It's more of a kind of mixtape um, than than a radio show. But obviously people, just, they, they're given total free reign and decide to do exactly what they will with that. Um, but there's one particular show that I really like, which is by mainly a rapper, but generally just like a, he's kind of, his music is so diverse that you can't really tell him it's just a rapper. His name's Yeek. Do you know Yeek? No. Uh, he's out of LA. Um, and I guess his show is kind of... Uh, it mirrors his, mu- his music itself because it go- it plays a bit of absolutely everything. Like, um, you'll start with maybe like a bit of Elvis. Then before you know it, you're listening to NWA. Before you know it, you're listening to, I don't know, some like trap stuff. Like, it just goes absolutely anywhere. 
but always like really really good and slightly alternative stuff that you've not really heard before yeah. Elvis isn't alternative stuff that you haven't heard before <laughs> but you get my point it's kind of really it for me it's really wide ranging um, and he's got a really really interesting cool delivery he kind of he just talks really deep and really slow and like just guides like late you night through. radio voice yeah but like uh, in kind of a really funny deadpan way his show is great and you can get it on like Mixcloud and stuff like that it's well worth listening to um, but enjoying his show so much I listened to like four or five episodes back to back and I thought um, I really want to hear him and hear what he's like as an artist because he's I think got good taste so. yeah one he's got good taste and two I suppose it's the thing with um podcast or anything you listen to like on your own in your headphones like you start to sort of build a bit of a connection with the person so it's like oh, I really hope his music's good because I really like him he's kind of there's something about him that I find really endearing um so I went and listened to a load of his stuff and he's got a fair few um things on Spotify a couple of albums um a few singles and they're all really cool and I think they're very much up your street Harry so Without further ado, I'd like to play the song Only in the West. Okay. Get a bit of your feedback and we'll go from there. Nice one. Nice. This is Yeek. I'm on the board, wheels and trucks 
have it. That was Yeek and your introduction to him, Harry. What did you make of it? I make of it good things. I'm quite excited to hear more. Uh, I got some Steve Lacey kind of vibes. Yeah. And uh, it's it's that um, not necessarily sounding like Zach Villair, but it's that very much... Well, also I found out I say very much all the time. But every time I'm editing, I'm like, God, that's like <laughs> six times in a minute. Um, it's kind of like that early sitting in your room, bedroom kind yeah. of... Uh, vibe that bedroom lo-fi kind of thing stuff, yeah. yeah which yeah. i really like and actually we won't get onto my anything that i'm doing because it might be non-existent but that's the kind of stuff i like i yeah, think yeah. if i were to make something that's the kind of way i'd like to take it so i think i'm definitely gonna listen to more of that yeah i agree and i think it's um it's that kind of band camp vibe that yeah i suppose it's it's quite a sort of modern phenomenon really the last few years that it's kind of emerged and uh, you hear more and more of it around, but because you can get such well-produced stuff in your bedroom, yeah, exactly. With very low amount of equipment, um, yeah. So, and I think we listened to the track I picked, and then a little bit of the next one came on, and yeah. you started doing a little dance. So, uh, yeah, I think I think you're going to be a bit of a Yeek fan, and do go and listen to his radio show because it's like a really cool place. If nothing else, to pick out a few musical highlights of the week because yeah. he might play a song that you've never heard before, and you're like, oh, that'll do. Um, Yeels, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> do you not get it what like Meek Mills yeah yeah it's funny it was a good one That's that brings to a hen he's got highlights of the week uh, what So in music, you often get years being termed as the year of the boy band, the year of the R&B comeback, the year of guitars. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you're struggling with more. But you know what I mean? Whenever there's like those end of year... Yeah, like guitar lists, music's back. Or, yeah, it's yeah. always like this was the year that this came back or this was the year that this happened. I think one of the big front runners for what 2018 will be looked at is... The year of the super group. Yeah. Um, super organism, obviously one that we've talked about a fair amount. They're a bit of a super group. Uh, musicians pulled together from all over the world to make a great record. Your big favourites, Brockhampton, very much. They call themselves the hardest working boy band in the world, but I would call them a super group. Yeah. Would you agree? Absolutely. Um, and plenty of other examples that I can't bring to mind right well, now. Well, even last week with Bon Iver. Yes, exactly. Big, big red machine. Big red machine. Um, yeah, another super group. The Gorillas record was essentially a super group record. Yeah, totally. um, it's all over the place. And really, we thought this week we could think of nothing better to do than to pull together our members of our dream uh, super group. Yeah. Is that fair to say? It's very fair to say. I think there's kind of rules go out the window for this one. The idea is to come up with our kind of front runners for who we'd want to bring to the band yeah and in that kind of we'll find a direction we're going to take that band with those members yeah when we were doing our prep we were very much if you think of it of like you know when there's your dream five-a-side football team yeah and you've got five strikers <laughs> what i've done is said uh like 
Ronaldo, Messi, Ronaldinho, and one of those is going to have to end up going in goal. <laughs> Whereas you've like sat there and crafted. It's like I need a I need a solid centre back, so I'm going to have Sol Campbell in there or whoever yeah. you've gone for. You've actually like thought this through and yeah. I think crafted a band that sound like they could be quite I've, good together. I'm actually really happy with mine and I'm 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 really excited to share it. But going on the football thing very very quickly. Just the other day, somebody said, "Pick your five best players." Yeah, and it was like Argentina, Brazil, Colombia, Chile, and someone else. Mm-hmm. And I picked four great players like Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar, blah blah blah. Mm. And then I was like, "Well, I've got to pick a keeper." Yeah, and I was like, "Well, I want to go with Sanchez or or James Rodriguez, but I gotta go for one of their goalkeepers." Because <laughs> yeah, see, you've you've got that mindset. Whereas yeah, I know. I mean. Part of my plan has been slightly just to sabotage your super group with yeah. silly suggestions, <laughs> but we're going to have fun as we go. Yeah, Someone's got to bring a bit of comic got to think of a band name near the end. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'll get thinking on that one. I've got one. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so, as you've, I think, put most thought into this okay. and most craft, it's only right that you uh, start us out with your first member. Yeah. So... With this one, it's going to be a bit weird. We might end up with 11 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to be playing 11 tracks. We're going to be playing the tracks whenever we like. Yes. Um, but one of my first thoughts was drums. Who am I going to have on drums? And, you know, you're, you're obviously going to have your Ringo Stars or your Dave Grohls. Yeah. And um, I didn't want to go that simple. So I've gone for who, somebody who I think is a very good modern drummer with what seems like a good history in kind of classic drumming as well. Yeah. So I'm going for Anderson Pack. Good choice. Because he's a very modern drummer. I've seen him live. He's excellent. He's vocals as well as drumming, so he can put up, put up some good backing vocals as well. He's not going to yeah. be my main vo- my lead vocalist. No um, way. But it seems like he can do a bit of jazz drumming as well, some kind of R&B, hip-hop drumming. But if we wanted a bit of an indie track or a, a rock track, he's going to be able to do that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. I so like yeah, because I think I would be tempted to go for someone who plays, uh, plays kind of hip hop type stuff. Yeah, but in turn, this is one of the problems I'm going to have on this episode. Like, I don't really know any hip hop drummers. Well, I know Alt J's drummer could be he's, a good shout. He's good. He's very really good. good. I think he he does a lot of kind of hip hop kind of drumming, but he plays in like a kind of yeah. an indie band. I once saw an alt j gig where like another drummer came out on stage who must have i think he had done like a youtube video or something drumming along with them and they brought him out and played and he was good too so maybe he should be in the band okay (laughs) we're not gonna have one of these um two drummer bands are we no no actually let's just go for the original one okay so within that we've ended up changing and i think tom tom sonny green is his name okay strong name as well sonny green so at the back of our band we're going for drums, Tom Sonny Green. That was very rapid. I think you've heard there, listeners, that we don't know that many drummers. Yeah, my first thought was the Foles drummer. But then I thought, is he going to be able to do some kind of slow... I mean, he will. He's, he's, he's a talented drummer. But I want somebody... This guy, I think, does some... He's very interesting. with. He plays a lot of like pads and stuff as well. Yeah. He's quite good with all that kind of electronic stuff as well. So he's going to have the brain there to make some good stuff as well. Yeah. I like Kate Tempest's drummer. I don't know who yeah. it is. But when I saw her live at Glastonbury, her drummer was ace and did like a, 
as you know, I don't really like solos, but he did like a, it felt like at least two minute drum solo and it was really, really, really good. Okay. Um, so he'd be a good shout. Nice one. So <laughs> we, we've got six drummers. Um, no, let's go Tom Sonny Green uh, from Alt-J and I'm actually going to play a track with this one. And uh, live, Alt-J do a really good uh, Fitz Pleasure and his, his percussion is really good. You can kind of hear it in this one. Uh, just take our word for it. This, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is our drummer. Um, so this is Fitz Pleasure by Alt-J. In your night, pleasure, boom, pleasure. Fitz Pleasure by Alt J. Tim, we have our drummer. He's ready and waiting with the sticks in hand. He's twiddling them about. Where are we going next? Who are we bringing in? Well, I'm going to start out slightly unorthodoxly. Big okay. unorthodoxly, is that even a word? Who knows? <laughs> 
But I'm going to go back to the football analogy a little bit. Sometimes in your squad, the most important member is a bit of a utility man. He can fill many different roles, but okay. every th- he's going to give you a 7 out of 10 no matter where you put him. So I think early doors, it's important to get someone in who can bring you real versatility to your band. So I'm going to go with James Murphy, a.k.a. LCD Sound System. Okay. The guy plays everything he produces he uh sings he can do the lot and no matter where we need to put him no matter what happens from here and how much of a mess this band that we build becomes with james murphy's input i think we're just gonna like hold it together okay can i suggest a role now i know you saying he's got many roles can we put him in the writing team so within that, he's coming up with all the parts. Yeah. He's helping out. He's yeah, playing yeah. on lots of the songs. Yeah, maybe he's just a supervisor. Who knows? Because okay. I've got uh, Kevin Parker as my kind of guy like that. Yeah. So I think getting them two working together. That'd be nice. I mean, I'd love to hear a Tame Impala LCD sound system yeah. like clash album. That would be sick anyway, regardless so got, of these other people. So we've got some utility kind of members. Yeah, because I think like, I mean, I always like seeing bands live who uh, they kind of switch mid-set. Someone goes on drums for a bit, someone plays guitar for a bit, and they're kind of switching instruments. I like to see that versatility. Um, I would like to see that in our band too. Um, You know, potentially. If people have got more than one string to their bow, then why not? Okay, well, if we're going here... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm still still sticking with my pick, but go on. Mm. 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 Well, I'm thinking we want to get Justin Vernon in there. He's another one. But these are because I'm, I'm thinking... talking about is safe hands here. These are yeah, you know, I mean, people I, are going to come in with their flourishes, and we, you know, we're going to pick quite big personalities in most roles. You need someone who is the glue. Yeah, James Murphy is our glue. Okay, we'll we'll get to Justin Vernon. I'm sure that's going to happen. We've got a place for him somewhere. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. I'm up for that kind of glue. I think we we need that. Yeah, because I think with with this band, this is this my view on this. It's going to be one of them ones where, yeah, they have some, they have a constant within their music, but I think it's going to be quite varied in style. Yeah, they're going to do some funky stuff, and then they're also going to go for some slow, um, R and B kind of stuff from big red machine kind of stuff as well yeah so yeah i think it's going to be quite diverse and i think the more the more the merrier but we will cap it (laughs) 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 an ever-changing kind of group yeah well again it's a bit brockhampton isn't it that kind of um evolving day by day kind of ensemble okay cool one that's him sorted then yeah so shall i shall i play a little little bit of lcd sound system yeah yeah I'm going to play Oh Baby from American Dream. Oh Baby. Oh Baby. Because I feel like that album never really got as much um, praise as it deserved. It was really, really good, wasn't it? It was very diverse as well. Yeah, it was brilliant. And um, yeah, I think maybe because it was a bit of a surprise release, flew a little bit under the radar. So here's a little shout out for it. This is Oh Baby.
Okay, that was LCD Sound System. We've got a few members in. Take yeah. us somewhere next. <laughs> next one. <laughs> None of that sentence made any sense. <laughs> um, right, so we're kind of talking about this versatile kind of character, and I was thinking I want somebody really good with keys and rhythm sections and re- who really knows their melody. Now, I'm thinking um, James Blake for keys, pads, backing vocals, things like that. Okay. Because not only is he very good with that kind of stuff, his vocals are pinpoint, but he's classically trained. He knows how to bring a song together. He understands how they work. And then you look at a song like what he did with Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. A very small kind of part, even when he does come into it vocally, it's minuscule, but you, you can feel his presence yeah, definitely would, the whole song. would bring, again, versatility yeah. to the band. I, I'm well up for James Blake being in there. My suggestion for Keys... No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, just let me float it. Oh. So, what I also think is that often what breaks up bands is not what happens on stage. It's not even what happens in the studio. It's what happens on the road. You need people to remain engaged entertained and um you know their minds switched on you need someone to expand people's horizons and educate them <laughs> i really think you are trying to fuck up my van <laughs> do you know who i'm gonna suggest <laughs> like mr t or something <laughs> no i'm gonna this is a real keyboard player okay it is the one and only professor brian cox okay he was in the band D-Ream, of course, <laughs> and we all love Things Can Only Get Better. Great tune. Are you going to suggest, truthfully, that we take on Brian Cox <laughs> instead of James Blake? <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, you'd love him, because he'd be, talking about, he'd be talking about space all the time. That is a big thing, yeah. Knows all about space. I just think, like, people would just be like, oh, Brian, tell us, a, tell us a story about the beginning of the cosmos. Yeah. And he'd... He'd peer into the sky and do his nice it's little... It's sarcastic, he it? Just started. <laughs> um, and he knows how to play keyboards. We so, don't, do we want somebody who just knows how to play keyboards? Or well, somebody who's... clearly... I mean, he, he's toured the world. He's not He's not just a nobody He's toured the keys. galaxy, mate. He's, and he's worked at CERN. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> um, the thing is... Can we have him in for another role? Uh, I don't think he'll accept anything. He's quite busy. He's got other stuff on. Well, then he can't be in the band. (laughs) (laughs) I think he'll come back for keys, but he's not going to play second fiddle. Well, then he's not coming in. Okay, fine. Um, Because it's my go. You're putting putting your foot down. And I'm taking on James Blake, and I think we're going to be better for it. Shit. Uh, Yeah, um... (laughs) <laughs> I can tell I've left you lost for words there. A little bit. I mean, my, my my big thing about this was that how many writing credits has he got on stuff that we didn't even know about? James Blake? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's going to be phenomenal. He w- Yeah. No, no questioning <laughs> that he would be a worthwhile member of the band. <laughs> um, shall I play a song of his or should we move on to the next member? Because we're going to get through quite a few members here. Up to you. Uh, let's move on. Um, okay. Yeah, you go. You go. Okay. So I'm. I'm gonna because 
everyone's seeing that you're the one with the vision here. I'm going to go for a slightly minor role. I'm going to... You can't have Brian Cox on <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put Brian Cox on the tambourine. Um, no, I'm going to go for backing vocals. Okay, good. Are okay. we just going to have one backing vocal? We can have as many backing vocals okay. as we want. Yeah, but, we've got a big list of backings. But this one, there's a number of reasons I'm picking it. One, because it would be nice if our band... Obviously, we're going to have a load of big names in here. Yeah. But it'd be nice if we used our platform to elevate a slightly unknown yeah. artist. That would be cool. And two... We want some real, real, real charisma here. I think charisma is important. Totally. So I'm going to go for a virtual unknown to the wider musical world, but within this room, someone who I think you're going to remember. I'm going for Samuel Rivers, who is one of the singers in Heirloom. Oh, okay. Do you remember Heirloom? Yeah. Did you watch Heirloom at Utopia Brighton? Yes. Really, really interesting guy. For one, he just kind of fills a stage and looks, like, exciting. He's got, like, bleach blonde, long hair, wears, like, a full face of makeup, often, like, a sort of Victorian-style dress, maybe some pearls, but then kind of sings with this really deep voice. Um, really, really kind of interesting eyes. And a really interesting band out of Brighton, our hometown, who I think are destined for really big things. Um, and I would like to play the song Femme, as an example of the kind of deep backing vocals that I love that he delivers and I think would just add something quirky and interesting to this very big, big band. Nice one. Nice. So here it is. This is Heirloom with Femme.
So there you have it. That was Heirloom with Femme. And Sam Rivers is going to bring us, yeah, that kind of dark Nick Cave kind of slightly gothic vibe, which I think is going to bring a nice edge. Yeah, I think that would be good in uh, some of the set. Yeah. Oh, Only some of the set. It's well, been sidelined it's already. A, it's a very specific sound, isn't it? Yeah. I've got two backing vocals that I think could work. Like, imagine the three of them off to the side. Okay, cool. So, and here's, right, so... I've got um, Jasmine Sullivan, another kind of lesser-known act. Um, recently did backing vocals on uh, on Tonya, uh, the Brockhampton. Oh, cool. Uh, she worked with um, Frank Ocean and did quite a few backing vocals on, I think, on not on the Blonde, uh, on the Blonde album, but also on um, Endless. Okay. And she's worked with Missy Elliott, um, and she's kind of an up-and-coming. I think she's up-and-coming. I'm not really sure about her background. She's 31 years old. Um, but her and then Moses Sumney. Oh, so, now, now Moses Sumney would be nice. Yeah. I mean, arguably he he should be kind of leading. But I think you want those three all very good voices. So yeah. you've got Moses and you've got Jasmine. Both kind of... And then you've got him. So bit bit of bit of diversity I like it bit of yeah Yeah. nice little contrast yeah I'm in okay cool so that's our three backing vocals um okay next I'm gonna go with our bass player Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna go with Jenny Lee Lindbergh great shout right I'm obviously a huge Warpaint fan um, yeah. Again, would I think we'll complement uh, Sam Rivers of Heirloom very well because there's a bit of darkness here. I think a lot of mm. the other stuff we've maybe gone for has been a bit lighter, but I think Jenny Lee would, yeah, maybe bring a bit of scuzziness, a bit of grunge. Are you starting to, to starting to think of what we might sound like now? I mean, I I don't know what <laughs> these people would <laughs> turn out at all. Oh, um, it would be so good. Um, I think there's more to come as well. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it will be an kind of an electronic, dark R&B sounding thing, but yeah, that's where I'm going at the moment. Maybe interesting. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's my bass player. I don't. I mean, I've looked at a. Um, there's a little compilation on YouTube of her best like bass lines and best like riffs and stuff. And she's just kind of a standout figure for me. But the other was um, bass player from hers. Yeah. Obviously, he would bring a lot of energy, but I don't think we're going down that route necessarily. He might stick out like a sore thumb, um, which could work on some tracks. Maybe we'll get yeah. him in for some featured featured bit. But uh, yeah, definitely, I think we've got our bass player sorted. Yeah, I'm, I I don't even really need to float uh, an alternative there. I'm totally no. happy with arguably the biggest indie icon of the last decade um yeah, yeah. i i would love to work with jenny are we in this band i'm just we're we talking about this now that we're in it well i haven't told you lead vocals yet <laughs> <laughs> it's me <laughs> um we all find our way in the band somewhere yeah okay, we have cool. to be if not we'll be the bez i'll do artwork what are you doing shaking maracas <laughs> <laughs> shaking maracas um i'm I'm going to try and edge my way into vocals somewhere. Okay, cool. Yeah. Or or just play a few riffs on guitar. Nice. Depends what they let us do. I mean, yeah. we're starting the band. We can do what we want. Yeah. But we will get shoved out by the really good people. Oh, <laughs> I'll just stay and be some ominous Simon Cowell figure. 
with like <laughs> in the background in puppet t-shirt and tiny shoes Ooh, very good <laughs> <laughs> exactly lots of money um yeah i mean let's let's move on because we've still got a few people to to get through um what do you want to put forward next well i guess before we get to um to the biggest roles by which i mean kind of lead guitar lead mm. vocals that's what i'm imagining as being the biggest roles i don't know about you yeah possibly um i'd like to just quickly throw out behind the glass who i'm putting there and my shout is rostam because he's worked on so much stuff since leaving vampire weekend and virtually everything has been brilliant mm. he might up the vibe a little bit he might try and bring make it a bit dancier than we would have originally been going but i would like to i'm gonna go with you on this one i mean i originally thought i had a bit of a trio with rustam kevin parker and rick rubin now i think we get rid of rick rubin because he's he's done enough i mean mm. he's worked on some of the most iconic albums of the last few decades um he's worked in country to heavy rock to hip-hop he's worked with everybody i think you know he would bring a sh- real shimmer to our production values yeah. but let's give this to somebody up and coming yeah so yeah rostam and i think we've also got people like justin vernon who we actually haven't given a uh, number yet um, and Kevin Parker and so many other people in that band that will be able to have there's going to be no shortage of people no. getting stuck in on that side of things yeah. um, so let's give Rostam the lead the lead seat on that one I think so nice one I think yeah. that's good he doesn't make anything bad so interesting that, yeah okay. wicked so is he going to be guitaring as well guitaring no no he's he's pure production really yeah I want him to really focus on that I think it's I think it's important that other people are left to their devices with the guitar and he does what he knows best back there okay i don't know if he'll be capable he's fully capable i feel like he'll want to get some input somewhere no i've, I've heard plenty of songs that he's produced not really? any other stuff on yeah he does quite a lot of production stuff although to days. be fair production does have a artistic um yeah kind of they do it get themselves involved anyway yeah we played he'll be uh, able to say no don't do that here's to think about this played that kosher song a couple of weeks ago yeah, that that was just produ- produced by Rostam. Yeah, but like I say, production. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. we won't get in there. But yes, <laughs> definitely. Okay, I'm cool. That. He's behind the glass, as right. you said it. Well, let's is play that term because I like that term. It is now behind the glass. Yeah, yeah. It's a podcast um, in there. So let's play something Rostam produced. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with uh, one of my favourite albums from this year by one of my favourite artists in the world. It's Licky Lee. So Sad, So Sexy came out this year and the opening track, Hard Rain, that was produced by Rostam. Nice one. So let's have it. Do it. It's Hard Rain. Yeah. 
So that was our producer, Rostam. Yeah. Up next, Harry, go for it. Up next, um, we won't get onto uh, vocals just yet, but I've got two guitarists. I've got a uh, Danielle Haim because she can do some backing vocals as well. Although we've We're, got our vocals covered. sorted, covered. Also a very good guitar player. But then I've also got Kevin Parker. He's already got a job. Has he though? I thought he had a We job. never really gave him a position. We we said he was in there, but we hadn't given him a position yet. I mean, I find it hard to imagine that I was overlooking Johnny Marr for lead guitar. I mean, he's the greatest guitarist of all time. He's versatile. You know, he's worked on virtually every kind of music you can think of. You've already won me over at Johnny Marr, by the way. Yeah, and he's cool. He is cool. He won't hang around for too long. We do know that. No, he he'll doesn't, be he'll, other things. Yeah, he'll do an album and leave. But while we've got him, uh, you've just got to so, capture the talent that is... So that's where we're at. He's our lead guitarist, but then when he doesn't come on the tours, we've got Kevin in there who can take over, or we've got somebody at Rostam can come in every now yeah, and then. Yeah, there's plenty of people in Okay, in and about. Johnny Marr on, on lead guitar. Rhymes. <laughs> Johnny Marr on lead guitar. <laughs> Does he know that? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's why he took it up in the okay, first place. So you've you vetoed me there, and I'm I'm very much up for that. Um, which then we're kind of finishing up on vocals. Yeah. This is this is a tricky one because so far we've got this sound. I think there there is a sound that's forming. I think we are reasonably dark, but we can get funky. I've yeah, I've got a bit of a left field shout, relatively modern, but it does strike me that it could work. Okay. What would you say if I said the two words Jack Pignate? <laughs> Are we giving him another job? 
<laughs> Another job. What's he doing now? Oh, as it, yeah, we're bringing him back into employment. <laughs> yeah. But if you think of that second, the second album, a lot of the sounds that were on that, I think, are very similar to what is going to come out of this band. What about Paolo Nutini? No. No, no, no. I can't see Paolo Nutini over a James Blake drum beat. I just can't hear it. Did you not hear that last album of his? No. James Blake isn't on drums, by the way. Oh, I thought he was. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm lost. He's on keys. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. No, you might be right. I mean, I had somebody like King Krull, uh Archie Marshall of King Krull, just because he... I want somebody who can bellow, but also does have a good, decent voice on him as well. Okay. Um, it's a decent shout. What about, as we've got Johnny Marr, Morrissey? <laughs> for God's sake <laughs> you mentioned his name like 30 times in the last 4 hours I don't think it's been recorded though this is the no, first time been. on record that I've mentioned Morrissey and I still think it's a good shout No, let's he, get the band back together as if he's going to show up yeah he will no he'll hate the band everyone will hate him he'll <laughs> cause uh, an absolute mess in the place okay um, I actually think for our high parts for all of our kind of almost crooning elements we've got Moses on the sidelines for all those bits that's why when I originally had Frank Ocean in there I think you know you don't need him because we've got some good vocalists anyway what about someone like Solange yeah I was just thinking maybe Daniel Caesar would be cool yeah or maybe Georgia Smith Georgia Smith something like that this is the kind of world I'm imagining yeah 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 I'll maybe have Anderson Pack on, on vocals as well. I mean, this is a ridiculous group. <laughs> like we said, we like bands where... Well, I do anyway. Bands that they all rotate instruments throughout yeah. the set. They're all going to I want a moments. band where they can, every time they finish a song, they move to their left to the other instrument. I want And they're them. all comfortable playing. In it. fact, I've just had a great idea, right? Yeah. So, I'm thinking stage setup. Imagine... It's like in a sushi restaurant, so they're all stood on a little <laughs> conveyor belt, but the instruments are s- static. How fast are they moving? <laughs> no, in between songs, it just slides them along a bit, and then it stops. They okay. can't be they can't be constantly moving. That would be ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and then you get to somebody who can't play drums. <laughs> uh, no, we can't do that. It's not feasible. But no. between songs, everyone just slides along one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I want that kind of thing. Yeah, we might have to fix their feet to the conveyor belt, but that's fine. Also, we don't have to name them, but can we have a horn section? Uh, yeah, loads of horns. Yeah. Loads of everything. <laughs> oh, so many horns. And well, then there's specific tracks where yeah. all the lights go low, and then just the lights just rise on this little string section as well. Yeah, that'd be cool. Up in the rafters. We'll add Mark Ronson into the production just because oh, yeah. he always comes with horns. I mean, he, I think <laughs> he's got a, them attached to his feet. And his <laughs> there's arms. a backing band of horns that follows him down the street. You can't, he can't lose them. Um, yeah. Where is Mark Ronson? Always <laughs> 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 coming. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that one's sorted then. Wow. I so, mean, let, have we decided vocals then? Or are we going to mix them all up? I think we're going to mix them all up, but we've got some additions, so we're going to go with Solange. Solange, possibly Archie Marshall. Yeah. I would like I would like Daniel Caesar in there. I think for some more tender moments, he'd be great. Okay, we've got Daniel Caesar in there, and then I think we've got James Blake and Bonnie Verdison in the back, yeah. who can do vocals yeah. as well. Really and Kevin ones. Parker's there. We've got it all. 
we've got so much. <laughs> I mean, we've literally just named loads of <laughs> musicians. But yeah. I think we can all agree that this is going to be the album of 2019. <laughs> can you imagine? Okay, perfect. So that's our vocalists. Uh, let's play a song by one of them. Yeah. What would you like to play, Harry? I'm going to play Mad by Solange because imagine that is a very the piano bit is a very kind of uh, James Blakey piano so this will give you an idea of one of the songs that we're going to be coming up with yes this is Mad by Solange
was Mad by Solange. Uh, we are very much nearly done, but we're just missing a little something. Would you not agree? I would agree. We need a bit of a rap. <laughs> <laughs> we need a rap smith. Yeah. I, th- yeah, I think we need something to... Someone to lend a verse here and there. Yeah. And I would like to put forward someone who I desperately want to work with Solange. I've been thinking for quite a long time that I think they would make a great little combo. And that is absolute track show favourite, Lil Kana. Oh, yeah. I Let's think, get him in there. I think he would be perfect. Um, and I, I just think a song with him and Solange would be so cool. They're just yeah. like, they they just seem such complimentary artists to me. Yeah. And I think... I think he would work well with uh, King Crawl as well, and yeah. and the rest of the, the rest just everyone. Yeah, like, yeah let's absolutely put Lorcana in there. Nice, that was straightforward. Yeah. Are we overlooking all other options on that front? Mm. Maybe just get. We'll have some guest, guest. Yeah, rappers, we'll have chance will come in every now and then, and we'll get. Yeah, that'd be nice. L sweatshirt, I think, needs to get off of his seat wherever he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Obviously, we need a Kendrick verse on there every now and then. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> Anyone the, we can think all of. All the big ones. Andre 3000, I'd like to be on there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's going to be good. Oh, mate. Wow. Uh, well. If only we could make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've done a good job there. Really, yeah. there's only one more decision to be made, and that is a name. Yeah. Do you have a name for this band? It's a very good question to ask on a podcast where we have to kind of speak <laughs> because <laughs> this takes people ages to find a name and we gotta find one now me and my little sister Lizzie yeah we a bad all... name huh <laughs> that's what they called yeah me and my little sister Lizzie <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> um we always used to joke about having a band called Say Magnifique like in the Only Fools and Horses uh yeah. theme tune say magnifique but instead of like spelling it c apostrophe est spelling it s-a-y magnifique and we always thought that was like one a funny name i don't know why we started with that joke but it amused us and we still think it's a good band name i think at one point we like bought the domain name for it and we we're like <laughs> we're gonna do something with say magnifique um so that's my proposal have you yeah. got anything better no i quite like that i like the idea of um Keeping Justin happy and having someone a bit French. Yeah. Um, but it's not quite French. Yeah. So. We can get the crowd to say. Magnifique. <laughs> say. Magnifique. Say. <laughs> magnifique. I yeah. mean, that could be good. Yeah. And the, the the band is Magnifique. And they are Magnifique. Yeah, exactly. Um, I haven't got any other suggestions because I, I need a few months to think of them. <laughs> and we do not have that time. Um, so we're called Say Magnifique okay so now finally the episode title makes some sense to people <laughs> who are listening yeah. I'm thinking what is Say Magnifique <laughs> oh that's going to be good we got there in the end yeah sadly it'd be really good to play something by Say Magnifique um, but we'll have to get in contact with them all yeah it could take a while <laughs> I feel like the logistics behind this band are going to be difficult there's going to be schedules to balance that maybe aren't going to complement each other. Although if there's ever been a challenge, a tracks challenge, yeah, to get it. people on, I yeah. think same magnifique might be our yeah. biggest one yet. No one will ever forgive us when we ruin the careers of every <laughs> single one of the artists. I don't know three years down the line of tracks, 
And we're finally, by the way, we've got a uh, a surprise this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we've made the cake. All we need to do now is just sprinkle a little bit of icing sugar on top. And there's only one way to do that. It's by recruiting your very own hype man, your very own dancer. Bez yes. is here. We're always going to get him in. Bez was always going to be part of the he band. He's number one. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's the final member. He's the final piece. He's the icing sugar. And we're going to finish with a bit Can of... Can you just tell people who do not know who Bez is? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who Bez is? It didn't I occur to me a lot of people, especially in England, will be like, oh yeah, you can't miss him out. Yeah. Anyone else you might not know? Um, so, legendary band, The Happy Mondays. They used to back in the day have a guy who would just hold a pair of maracas but basically he would just be at the front of the stage um his eyes kind of popping out Looking of his head off his nuts <laughs> yeah always always like just i mean he might as well have been a ecstasy tablet like he <laughs> he, <laughs> he was, was the human manifestation of an ecstasy tablet he's uh, clean these days but still very much bez when he performs uh yeah, yeah he just throws his arms around, gets into it, dances sort of weirdly, shakes his head all over the place and just gets everyone into it. He doesn't really bring any skill to the table. <laughs> None whatsoever. But, you know, he's he's just there for the good times. He's isn't absolutely it? cleaned up on nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no I mean, talent. Yeah, yeah, he's made a career out of doing ostensibly nothing but taking drugs. And for that, who can knock him? Um, yeah, we'd like him to be on stage. He would just... Imagine <laughs> doing this massive, like, I mean, he crooning would freak. number. Yeah, I think he would freak out every American <laughs> artist. <laughs> but who cares? Um, so let's play a little bit of Happy Mondays to go out. Yeah, let's do that. It's our final member. And it's Say Magnifique. I have been Tim. And I have been Harry. This has been Tracks. Thank you so much for listening to what was undoubtedly just a ramble of us <laughs> naming musicians and crafting them into pretty much nothing but it's been fun uh, <laughs> here we go this is 24 hour party people yes see you next week <laughs>